So we're now sponsored by Ball across the entire DNVR network, as in Ball Arena, where the Nuggets play, as in the Aerospace Technology Company, also as in the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. And they manufacture a lot of those cans right here in Colorado, in Golden, Colorado, to be exact. And Ball hit us up. They're looking to add line capacity to their plant here in Golden, Colorado. They're looking to hire production technicians. So if that sounds like you, hit them up because like I said, they're adding line capacity to their 400 person plant here in town in Golden, Colorado, because the demand for sustainable aluminum beverage cans is greater than ever. If you're interested in working at Ball, hit them up, go to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden, or you can simply text Golden to 77222. Ball makes eight, 12 and 16 ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids. They make cans in over 30 different sizes at facilities across the world. The Golden plant makes regular eight ounce, 12 ounce, and 24 ounce growler size cans, Alumatech bottles, several different can lint sizes as well. So again, go to jobsupball.com and search for golden, or you can simply text golden to 77222 for more info. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Winner's Lounge. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Give it to me. Give it to me. Let's go. Damn. We needed wow. that one, right? Let's go, dude. We needed that wow. one. Wow, that felt good. What's going on, guys? Wow. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Of course, when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, make sure to use code Number DNVR one. when you sign up. I'm Harrison Wynn, joined by... Brendan vote to my right. What's cracking, fellas? Um, one in, one out. Losers lounge, winners lounge. Losers <laughs> lounge, winners lounge. So I know I'm gonna start planning my work schedule around that. Yeah. But I'm glad I caught this one. One in, one out. Also joined by superstar Dev Johnson, who made a lot of money tonight. I'm gonna give Yair, super producer Yair, who's in for Kale tonight on our show, a lot of credit. I'm gonna give him a lot of credit because he went with the funky music in the pregame. And sure enough, the Nuggets lived up to the bill. They lived up to the funky music tonight. At some point, we just have to embrace our power. Yeah. Because we do, we are in control. We set the tone. So we just got to bring the vibes every night. The season's turning around. Yeah. We got a lot to get to tonight because this was a classic every nugget is good night. So <laughs> I'm hyped. I'm absolutely hyped for this winner's lounge. Where I want to start, though, is with... Our DraftKings king of the game. I don't even know if Yair has the graphic ready. I just kind of put that on him. But this guy, I feel like, turned the momentum in this game when he checked in. And that was Bones Highland yeah. because this was a big storyline for me heading into tonight. Bones Highland, there he is. DraftKings king of the game. 24 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists tonight. And look, he missed last game. DNP, the team held him out inactive for a violation of team rules. I wasn't quite sure how he was going to bounce back. He's been strangely totally radio silent on social media since, if you guys haven't noticed. So I didn't know really where he was at mentally, where his head was going to be at. But he came out tonight, and once he checked into the game, first of all, he was just great. Like He had one of the best games of his season, a career high tonight, of course. But he just changed the tone, the feel, the complexion of the game, I thought. What do you guys think of just how he was able to totally change the dynamic of the game when he checked in. Yeah, like when Bones, really honestly, when Bones has a good game, they the Nuggets seem to win every single time. Yep. This was not only a bounce-back game for them, but this was a bounce-back game from him. To have a, a, a coach's DNP yeah. and it to not be discussed, he goes radio silent. Like, 
there is going to be questions about how he plays. That's a, this is a player that's been up and down uh, through his rookie season. But for him to come out and have a career night um, after that, that's like quite the telling performance for him because, you know, whatever was said or whatever was done, now you could go into it and say, hey, you learned from that experience. Now let's get some footing under you. Um, Bones Highland goes out. He, he knocks down the three ball. He looks great alongside others like that that two-man game of him and Faku Composo was it was excellent and then also two guys going at the same time in that second unit who has really struggled that's the difference between a win and a loss because when that second unit plays well the nugget the yeah. nugget starters they're gonna do what they have to do to stay into the games but you give Jokic time to actually rest or (laughs) actually just watch you know the team go and then he gets to navigate in different ways i feel like when you have bones have a game like that everyone else just seems to like see it like okay the rookie's having a good game let's try to like back him up and that's what they did as far as just the team runs that they go on immediately following the news i think arguably the biggest setback all season was bones and rivers entering health and safety protocols maybe right after Bones and Najee started playing well. Little life with the bench. We'd seen some of that Faku Bones pairing working out. And so the bench actually was trending in the right direction. And they've had to reshuffle the deck and their hand ever since, it seems. So getting Bones back, getting Rivers back, who we've talked about, this is kind of the way he'd been playing right before he went down. The bench looks much, much better around this group, in my opinion. Um, you know, than some of the groups we've seen before. So I'm really encouraged by those four guys. Not so much Flacco tonight, but those four guys together. Faku? Faku, Bones, Rivers, and Najee. I just think there's something there. Good things seem to happen when they're on the floor more often than that original group. Yeah. We'll get to Faku because I've got a lot of thoughts on how he's been playing as of right. Austin Rivers returned tonight too. Zeke Naji did some good things, but I want to stick with Bones because when he hit that first three, when his first shot of the game went down, I was like, okay, it's probably going to be a Bones night. I really feel like him, maybe more so than a lot of other players, when they see that first shot go through, he's like, okay, I'm back. I've got my confidence back. I've got my shot. Now I can really, you know, just let it fly out there. And I feel like that carried over to the rest of the game. And that was kind of needed because if you guys remember in the first quarter of this game, the Nuggets starters got out to a massive lead. Yeah, They were hitting everything. Atlanta wasn't hitting anything. And then it, it totally flipped. And the Hawks went on a huge run. It was like a 16-2 run. And it was pretty much even from the starters' first stint tonight. And then the bench came in and you're like, how's this Nuggets bench going to do? Is it just going to... It, are they going to let Atlanta go on a 10-0 run? What's going to happen here? And Bones hit a couple big shots. Faku got going. Austin Rivers had a couple nice drives. And it's just like when this bench can not even win their minutes, but when they can just go even. Tonight it was a gift, man. Tonight when they win their minutes as much as they did, it's a luxury. But when this bench just holds it together, this is still a really tough team to beat. And, and tonight was another example, I thought. Yeah, that was a big-time response for them, for Atlanta to go on a run. And then they had the settings of, okay, this is how it's been going. Yeah. When they, you know, they haven't had Bones Highland these last couple of games. Where it's like, okay, they go on a run, and now there's, you know, the, the starters are going to have to come back and try to, to build that lead. 
But then Bones Highland hits a three-pointer and then starts getting himself going. And then Faku also starts getting himself going. That's just a, a very, very difficult tandem to stay in front of. I feel like Bones Highland is one of the, the most difficult, you know, guards in the league as far as having to defend him because he, he has unlimited range. Yep. He gets it off quick. He's extremely fast. And you also don't know if you if you overplay him, then he's going to blow by you. If you step back, he can shoot it anywhere, and he has the ultimate green light. So it makes it really hard. And then he goes and hits his first shot. There's not really like many more things you could do as a backup point guard when he gets going like that. And then everyone else is, is flying around. The, the, the defense is there. Um, other guys are knocking down <laughs> shots. It was just a contagious type of night. And if they could get that rhythm going, this Nuggets team really can go on a few runs. They just need to find some consistency consistency with that second unit. Yeah. yeah, this was a bench night for sure. And to me, fellas, it really seems like the formula for winning games right now this season, if the bench comes in in that first stint and the first half and they play well, yeah. the Nuggets have enough ground, have a nice enough cushion to just go from there. And, and, and they're going to be in every game. If they come out and they play well in both stints, they're going to blow teams out. So... I mean, we're so used to look watching Jokic and company just come out and look like the clearly better group, right. only for the bench to immediately lose that lead, like sand through their fingers. And I just think that stretch is so key. If the bench yeah. can keep coming out and taking advantage of that momentum, allowing Jokic to actually catch his breath on the bench instead of hating his life, uh, I just think it goes such a long way. So, Yeah. Um, also with Bones tonight, Dev was kind of touching on it, but his ability to get to the rim absolutely flashed. Definitely, and that's such a that, that's such a tipping point with this bench unit when they just have multiple guys who can get to the rim and break down the defense. That was such an issue with that group earlier in the season. But when Bones is out there, like he can get by his man, man. usually whenever he wants. And the other thing that Dev said that I want to hit on is he does have a green light. Bones Highland also has a green light, and if you think about it. A rookie under Michael Malone having the green light, you don't see that too often. And I'm going to write about this tonight, but Malone had a really good anecdote earlier this season when he was talking about Bones and just how he's coaching him. And he thought back to when he was coaching Isaiah Thomas in Sacramento. And if you look at Isaiah Thomas's career, his first big breakout season came in Michael Malone's first season mm. in Sacramento. And Malone has pretty much said that when I was coaching Isaiah, I just let him be him. And, yeah, there are things we can clean up. We, we can fix some of his weaknesses, coach him up in some areas. And, obviously, you know, we want him to play in somewhat of the system that we're playing in. But he said when it comes to Bones, you've got to understand the player that you draft. And just like with Isaiah, he's going to let Bones be Bones. And I think Malone just really believes in this kid. And it's a big reason why – He's given a leash, especially on the offensive end, that Malone hasn't given rookies in the past. And you probably know exactly who I'm talking about when I say that. So I just think it's something to watch with Bones. He, he does always have the green light. Sure. And, and it's rare to see a rookie on a, a team as good as the Nuggets are with as much veterans that the Nuggets have be able to launch from the distances that he launches. I think some of it, too, is... It's such an arduous endeavor to even get a quality look off anyway for the second unit. Yeah. I mean, he's also patting Marcus Howard on the button saying, let it fly. Sure. It's so, a good point. But to your point, Bones is capable. And it never, 
you know, and, and I hope Marcus is okay, but he gets on a roll and so, and you quickly start to feel like he's overextending himself. With Bones, Dev, I'm like, ah, oh, man, keep shooting it. That's the right look right now. For sure. And there was something a little bit different about Bones tonight. Like his, uh, his demeanor, it was a lot more serious. He wasn't mm. doing like all of the celebrations and things like that, but he still had that swagger and, and confidence. Uh, like the and one, you know, finish or just getting out on the break. He also had a, a real good, like, connection with Jokic today, and that's what, like, really got him loose also. Not only did he lead that second unit, but when he when he started to mesh with the starters, he's making backdoor cuts, he's finishing around the rim. couple very, very tough finishes that you just don't see from not even uh, rookies, but just guards, especially around He's the rim. He's sneaky good around the rim, huh? He's just like a, a, a great control angles. with either yeah. hand and just, like, gets out there. But he just – he gets it. Like, he, he really does get it and understand. And it was good to see him, you know, play with a – with the attitude of like, okay, like I have to be serious right now. Yeah. And then you go and see him have a career night. Yeah. I guess we can get to some other guys on the bench because I, I feel like the bench was the biggest story tonight. Yeah. Like Jokic had a nice game, really kind of low-key dominated, even though his stats aren't as big as they've been, although he still had a great night. Uh, Aaron Gordon had a good game too. Jeff Green did too. But the bench, man, Faku, I, I think this has been another game maybe outside the second half against Minnesota. It's just been another game of really good run of games for Faku. And let me give you guys this stat. I tweeted this out, but this is the updated numbers. Over Faku's last seven games, these are his last seven games, 41 assists to four turnovers. 41 assists to four turnovers for Faku over his last seven games. Those are Monte Morris-type assist-to-turnover numbers. So, I've been accused of being a Faku hater at times. I've been hard on him, but over this last stretch of games, I think he's been very good. Let yeah. me go first because I know you're going to no, go, go off. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I would have set it up so I don't just, you know, not go off. But really, Faku is back. He, he he truly is. And it's it's really not even only the energy. He's playing real and complete basketball, knocking down the three ball. He seems to just know where everybody's going to be. And it's not like he's just set up on trying to find Jokic the entire time. He's he's nutmegging Jeff Green type passes. Yeah. He finds Vlatko for some easy finish. Whatever the open play is, is what he's going to do. And he's taking chances. You talk about him having, you know, not so many turnovers with, with that assist to, uh, to turnover ratio. It's the type of passes he's making that really just stands out to me. Yeah. It's not like he's doing dump passes or waiting until a guy is sealed. He's taking chances. He's running. He's playing fast, extremely fast, and he's changing the pace for that second unit. But also, he's just confidently scoring the ball where it's like, this is not just a ball of energy. This is a, a backup point guard that's really just in a run, in a groove, and, and has it going. And, you know, when he can get defense into offense, because he does take some gambles defensively that often don't work out, but when he has those those chaotic impact moments, he's pushing the ball right now. He's just running so hard. He is. Uh, he's playing very fast, and it seems to help the Nuggets when he does. Um, and, and then on top of that, he's playing really fast, but now with an attached threat of he will just take the ball all the way and lay it up. He'll, he'll run the whole floor now. Um, before, I think the book was kind of out on him, just not even pretending to try to score around the rim. Right now, he looks willing or just willing enough that defenses are starting to play him a little more honest. And from there, you see, yeah, he's a good player. 
He's quick with the handle. His passing's incredible. Uh, and, and when he's able to penetrate and then pass and the defense is actually collapsing, it just goes such a long way. So I really like the way he's playing the three-point shot around the rim. The defense right now has been really good. There are stretches where he's just too small. Like that Minnesota second half was not good, but you just have to like the way he's playing right now. And at a stretch of the season where a lot of guys looked like they were starting to stall out, yeah, he's always pushing that pedal just straight down to the floor. Um, and tonight was one of those nights where it just, it, it just, I, it, what everyone looked ready to play tonight, but he was just um, that energy. They could just feed off of it, and I'm, I just, I'm really enjoying watching him play right now. Yeah, it seems like he's gotten a second wind of sorts over you know the last month or so, and. It's been big for this bench. And another guy on the bench who played well tonight is Austin Rivers, who you noted vote on our show on Thursday, had been playing his best basketball of the season before he went out with COVID uh, in Orlando. And tonight, 17 minutes, 11 points, 5-9 and nine shooting, only 1-4 of four from 3. But I thought he played really well. And the thing that stood out to me was, like, he had a couple really nice drives to the yeah. rim tonight. Another guy whose focus tonight seemed like Hey, I need to get into the rim, get to the paint, get to the rim, make things happen, open up the defense that way. We're going to talk about, you know, when we get to Will Barton about him having to work himself back from not playing and things like that. Austin Rivers is coming off of having yeah. COVID. Right. Had COVID, not just, you know, in a protocol. He actually had it where he said he was not doing well. Like he thought he was going to die, you know, at one point. Like he's not doing well and wow. he comes back wow. and he has a game like this. Um, so that's like that's pretty big for him to to be confident um, offensively to to get back into a rhythm that was there right before um, he stopped playing. Um, and, and this is a guy that hasn't been able to play basketball. He goes right back into the second unit, and he's like a a, a puzzle. Like he just fits in um, correctly. So that was a big game for Austin Rivers. And something Rivers has talked about uh, when he was in COVID, he popped on IG Live and said, "Look, I've been playing hurt the whole year." I don't know what that means. I don't know what injuries he's yeah. been dealing with. I'm sure everybody has a different definition of what playing hurt is, but he looked pretty good tonight. Yeah. So maybe he's healed up, and I think that break was good for him physically, uh, but also mentally to you know step away for a second, assess how the team is doing, assess maybe what that second unit needs, and and give that group exactly what it needed tonight. Yeah, I, Rivers is at his best when he just puts the ball on the floor and drives right and and optimally uh ideally i should say when he's decisive and not just dancing uh and the pump fakes and all that but he's actually really nice when he puts the ball on the floor he's very quick yeah and and i like the way he's been playing i really do so and then defensively it can be overstated at times probably because i think some of us were caught off guard by this dynamic but he's solid he's a solid perimeter defender so he can help this team right now he certainly did tonight be really interested i think it's something to keep an eye on like 10 points off the bench the way he played tonight that's a that's about what you can ask for from a minimum contract guy right who's yeah. filling in so, yeah and you sure. talk about what you could ask for one of the things that i you know asked for is when your shot's not falling what else can you do like with right. austin rivers right. he usually just you know stays out and just shoots the three ball Today he didn't have it going from three, but he still found other ways to get involved, other ways to get inside of the defense and also keep continuing to push the pace, which, again, pushes that 
envelope of the second unit just playing well. They had Faku and Bones going at the same time. Then they bring in another guy in Austin Rivers that could get it done in his own way with the same burst of speed, same playing style. And I think that's why that second unit played so well today is those three guys want to push the pace every single time. Yeah. And you get them all three together, which we I haven't like, been yeah. able to see a lot. And it's the same, like, they're on the same page. They're on the same, you know, style of play where they're just going to try to give it to you. And tonight they were able to do that. It's funny that you say that because Michael Malone said that a lot this season. The key to the second unit in his mind is getting stops and then running. You know, getting stops and then beating teams in transition. Yeah. Because with Bones, with Fokker, with Austin, you know, they, they have really good speed on that second unit. And I think we know... Like, unless Bones Highland is getting to the rim or popping from three, or if Zeke Naji is hitting threes, like, that group might have a tougher time scoring in the half court. They've just got to do a lot of damage in transition. And they were able to tonight, and I agree. That's their recipe going forward. Get stops, get easy buckets yep. in transition, and get out and run. And, look, they did that tonight, so... um I thought it was one of the best showings from the second unit this season. I mean, they went for like 50 points tonight combined. I would be surprised if the second unit's done that at all this year. It, it felt like they were the difference tonight. And the starters ended up being good, but it didn't feel necessarily like like a great game from them. Probably because at, at one point, maybe maybe right to start the game, AG wasn't, wasn't looking great, although yeah. he picked it up, and Barton too. Yeah. But this was a bench night, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Let's talk about some star. I guess we can talk about Zeke Naji a little because only two points for him tonight. Oh, one from the field. Oh, one from three. Didn't really get off many three point attempts. He did have that one that a uh, grenade that bones tossed him at the end of the shot clock that he did make, but didn't count. Um, but the one player I remember from Zeke tonight when he totally, uh, shut down Trey young on an ISO in the first half, he got switched on to Trey young on the three point line. Shut him down, bothered Trey Young's three-pointer, and he missed the shot. So it was a good defensive play. Um, I think Zeke also had some nice rolls to the rim. And Nuggets assistant Charles Class, he credited Zeke coming out of halftime, saying the team's been asking him to roll more, even though he's been more of a natural pick-and-pop guy. And that's what he's been doing. So I guess that's what Denver's second unit's asking of him right now. Be a roller, not as much of a popper. And maybe that's why he's only been taking, you know, not that many threes as of late. Yeah, and with that second unit, uh, it's more so about him meshing. Like, tonight was a night that they were they were going so well offensively that they didn't need him to, to try to stand out or to try to do things that, you know, he didn't have. They, they were scoring on their own. They need him to be a great defender. And you talk about, like, moments where he could step out onto um, Trey Young. You're not asking him to be able to do that for the entire game, but you want to be able to see that he can do that at moments. Also, it, it eliminates the idea that they're going to have him in pick and roll, so they're going to keep attacking him and ISO him where he's not playable. So him having those type of you know stands, other guys know not to just keep going after him, and that's what you know he stands out at. Yes, you want him to be able to score the ball a little bit more, but he didn't stand out to where you he didn't do anything that you didn't want him to do. And I think that that's what like was what he did well tonight. I like Zeke as the big off the bench. And this is probably about the fourth example in the last month I can pick out where did Zeke really play particularly well? Not really. But I'm not 
even focusing on that. Like there's there's an emerging dynamic here, in a rising dynamic with this second unit when Zeke plays. Good things just seem to be happening. And whether that's he's an actual threat from three, a more willing roller than Jamichael Green, I, I don't know what it is, but so when Zeke's on the floor, good things happen for the second unit, whether or not he's necessarily playing great. And so my, I look at him tonight, 0, 0, for, 0 of 1 from the floor, um, two points, three personal fouls, yeah. and I say, keep playing him. Keep playing him. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, the comments were asking for a vibe check. Dude, way up. Way up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vibes are good. You, you get a win like that after having, you know, having a game like they just had. The, the, the vibes are... Some would say immaculate. Some would. Some say. are saying immaculate. Some would. Uh, yeah, the the vibes are great tonight. Let's hit a break, and we'll get to the starters. It's it's weird that we have gone a full segment and haven't talked about the starters at all. But that's how good the bench was tonight. That's that was the main storyline. So we'll we'll get to Nicole Jokic's night and Aaron Gordon and Jeff Green after after this. the break, which I'm so prepared for. It's time to talk about. Breckin oh no 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 no! It's a Friday show. So light I'm talk to you about light shade. shade. Our new, new partner, sponsor new on sponsor. the DMVR Nuggets podcast and the DMVR Podcast Network. Colorado's a uh, premier dispensary. They've got ten locations, soon to be eleven, with an Aurora an Aurora location on the way. And uh, right now, if you use code DMVR, you're going to get twenty five percent off your entire purchase at any light shade location. While you're there, make sure you check out their Escape Artist topical products. It's uh, the highest awarded topical brand in Colorado. Uh, they've got the one-to-one ratio. They've got the higher ratio of the 20-to-1 CBD. Uh, they got all the good stuff, so make sure you check them out. Whether you're there for, for Escape Artist Topicals or you're just trying to get some good old-fashioned pot, Dev. Um, <laughs> some pot. Nobody calls it pot anymore. Some grass. <laughs> uh, go to Lightshade. Tell them we sent you. Code DNVR. You're going to get 25% off your entire order. That's a really, really good order. Uh, a really good deal, rather. If you are in the market for a new mattress, but you're on the fence about it because you don't know what kind of mattress, you're a little overwhelmed by all these options, you know it's going to be expensive and you don't want to regret that purchase, check out the Snooze Flip, the only true 4-in-1 mattress on the market uh, that you and your partner might have some disagreements over, like, you know, what kind of mattress you want? Well, you've got the customizable one. One side's firmer, one side's softer, one side's warmer, one side's cooler. They're going to ship it straight to your door. And when you use code DNVR, you're going to get a bunch of money off. You can get $250 off uh, standard mattress. It goes up to $500 off for a queen size mattress. $1,000 off a dual split king. Just head to snoozesleep.com right now and grab your snooze flip mattress. That's snoozesleep.com and get your snooze flip mattress delivered straight to your door. Happy sleeping and recovery. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, back here on the DMVR Nuggets post-game lounge, the winner's lounge, we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code DNVR when you sign up. We'll have Adam Mars calling in from the post-game Zooms Lit. in the third segment. Can't wait to hear from him. Can't wait to hear what Bones Highland. I'm sure this was a podium game from him, uh, what he had to say and what Mike Malone had to say as well. Let's get to the starters, guys. Into the second segment. We haven't even talked about the starters yet. <laughs> Adam just got some carolers visiting. <laughs> uh, ducking out on the post-game Zooms, I see, to check out the carolers. Okay. Um, Nikola Jokic tonight. <laughs> 20 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals. 8 of 12 from the field. In the first half, he missed one shot. That was 
his half court heave That's to right. try to beat the second quarter buzzer. That was a miss. His only miss in the first half. Only 26 minutes tonight. I feel like that might have been the biggest uh, statistic from him. That's for sure the biggest statistic. And while he, I'm sure he did not want it to be in foul trouble, I'm sure that he actually appreciates the fact that he did not have to do everything. Nice good rest tonight. For them to actually yeah. get a win. He, he still got his numbers, 20 points, you know, seven, uh, seven assists, 10 rebounds. So he gets to play. He gets to, you know, get his reps in. But also, it wasn't on him. And that's actually what the Nuggets need to get to. That That's how they want to play. Like, yeah, it's good for him to be in the MVP race and, and things like that. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's about longevity. It's about finding a way, you know, especially with the team being as like down as many players as, as they have been. And then also just being able to to control like control that second unit and win comfortably, and they were able to do that today. This was it. It didn't seem like it was a great game for him, but this was an excellent game for him. For in, in my eyes, like he controlled the oh, game dude. in every single way without actually having to be physically dominant or even like you know thinking too much out there on the floor where he has to make things happen. So he was playing free, um, just out there, just doing what he has to do, and that's what the Nuggets need. Yeah. I thought he was awesome tonight. I thought he was so good. And the line's great, but I think it would be one of his patented insane lines if he gets to play the whole game, if they needed him to play the whole game between foul trouble and all of that. But when he was on the floor, um, it was it was just another, like Adam likes to call it, the flat-footed dominance. It looked pretty easy. He yeah. finishes with seven assists, but I thought like five or six of those were just not highlight reel passes, but cheat code passes and just... A guy like that passing it from that spot on the floor, what are you supposed to do? Um, and the answer is nothing. Defensively, he was great, three steals. So, And then I, I also share that take with Dev. I was watching that thinking, what an ideal start to the road trip. Blowout win, Jokic plays well, but he only logs 26 minutes. Yep. I, I just think that's... That's a beautiful way to start this. So yeah. I, th I thought he was great, and it's a great result for them, obviously. Absolutely. I mean, he played 26 minutes, but he really didn't have to work too hard. Yep. It, it was 26 yep. minutes, but it was probably only like 12 really hard minutes fr from him tonight. Agreed. And, um, yeah, he was pretty dominant in those minutes. His passing was absolutely on point tonight. And I know he had the three turnovers, but he had so many just – Assists that for any other center or really like any other player would be season highlight level assists. But for him, it's just, you know, another Friday night. Like the the, the assists he had splitting double teams tonight uh, to Vlatko, to AG, like these were run-of-the-mill assists from him, average assists that, you know, for most players would be some of their best passes of yep, the season. Absolutely. And he was just on point with those tonight. So um, I thought he was in control whenever he was out there. And it was interesting because he picked up his fourth foul very early in the third quarter, went to the bench for the entire rest of the quarter. And I think it kind of worked in the Nuggets' favor because he got to come back in the fourth once you know everybody else held their own for the rest of the third. He came back in the fourth and got to play with the bench. So he kind of jump-started that unit just being True. on the court with them. 
in the second half. So his foul trouble kind of worked to their advantage tonight, I thought. Yeah, and they've also been really creative of how they're switching things up with Jokic in these last couple of games. Like today, he played for the entire first quarter, it felt like. Yep. Like they're even offsetting him in different ways. Where and it's and not that's, even... that's been a trend these last couple of games. He's usually played the first nine minutes. Now he's playing the entire first quarter pretty much. Yeah, and it's not even like like as much of a stagger as it is just giving them like different looks and, and, and playing them longer and then giving them time to actually sit and get it together. I think that it's had them come back into the games a little bit more refreshed, but also it gives that second unit their anchor where they're still mixing and matching guys. And then there's also another second unit that comes in. So I, I know a, a lot of it has to do with the injuries being the reason that they have to go to that, but it's also, you know, pretty cool and unique that they can just like shift it on the, on, on the fly and he's able to just adapt to that. And it makes it hard for the opponents to actually like get their lineups together. I feel like the Hawks did a lot of trying to figure out what they were going to do on the other end. And like you said, it ended up working in the, the long run when he ended up getting the foul trouble. But the second unit already had a rhythm that he was a part of, really. Yeah. And then it just worked out. Yeah, and it was also a nice long break because that was a, a quarter full of free throws. Yeah. Uh, and the, the the game stopped every 30 seconds. So, yeah, it, all the dynamics you guys just brought up are true. And then he came back off the bench, I thought, particularly fresh. Um, yeah, all, all of this just comes down to just what you hope to see, which is Jokic looking great without having to be Hercules. So good stuff, man. Good stuff. Monte Morris also played a great game time. All the Nuggets were good tonight. I mean, except for one, <laughs> which we'll get to. Um, yeah, Monte Morris, man. And a couple games ago, I thought Monte had some really interesting insight when he was speaking to the media. And he said, look, we're like 25 games into the season. And for the first time, I feel really comfortable being the starter. Mm. It's been a tougher transition, I think, for him than uh, people have been talking about publicly. But it's been a process for him learning how to play with the starters consistently, you know, learning how to take command of that group with a lot of established veterans on that lineup. Jokic, Aaron Gordon, Will Barton, Jeff Green. These are really veteran guys, and he's the youngest of the bunch. But now he says, you know, 25-plus games into this thing, he's a lot more comfortable just with that group. And it showed over the last four games, Monte Morris has been great. He's been hitting his threes. You know, not turning the ball over, obviously, tonight. 21 points, 8 of 13 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3. He seems to be playing really confident. Uh, that's at least what I've been noticing. Yeah, I mean, Monte, he's, he's, he's damn good right now, yeah. honestly. Uh, and, and it's kind of interesting that you just brought up that quote because right now, I, like, I don't even think he realizes how important this stretch is for his entire career. To be a starter, you know, coming on. This is a two-way guy that's a starter in the league for a whole year alongside Jokic. So you're playing a different style of basketball, um, you know, more so mental. And he's also one of those cerebral players that, you know, the game comes to him a lot easier because he he understands the game in a different way. He's a high IQ player that plays a certain way. But also he's having to adapt from being a backup guy that needed to generate the team and just keep it running to now he's – you know, the, the, the part of the offense that has to make sure that it's flowing, has to make sure guys are at the right spot and the, the plays are being ran. He's also still playing a lot more minutes, and he's still not turning the ball over. Like, mm -hmm. that's, that's like, pretty big for him. And he's, 
he's finding his way offensively where he's now asked to also score on top of those other things. So I feel like it's a lot of pressure and expectation for him, but he's he's living up to that hype and he's being able to, to knock down the mid-range. He's adapted his game to finishing a lot better. Um, this was a game that, you know, you're going against Trey Young in, in a, a really good set of guards where you're having to also defend. Right. So it's, it's a lot being thrown at him at, at, at times and he's still able to manage that. And I'm glad that he's starting to like slow down and finally get it like, okay, this is this is what I'm doing. So he's navigating the NBA at a, at a different level than other people are. Definitely a big dub for him to not have to guard Trey in this matchup. Um, obviously, the Nuggets went to Gordon primarily tonight, as they did in that last time. And then offensively, I'm with you guys. Monte looks to have turned a corner. He looks like a considerably better Jokic player to me. The, like Jokic Monte two men game, I trust that to generate points. Yeah, you know, on any given possession throughout a game. Maybe not the close of the game, although we've seen that. Um, I don't necessarily trust as much as Jamal, but. Yeah, just like third quarter, you need two points. Monte Jokic pick and roll well within my circle of trust. And then the three-point shot is really, mm -hmm. really coming around. And that and that's just unlocking so much. I, I think you can see what he's saying. You can see a very confident and comfortable Monte Morris right now. Yeah. The other starter that was really good tonight, or I guess there were two more that were really good tonight, Aaron Gordon and Jeff Green. And look, Trey Young went for 34 points tonight, 10 assists, 12 of 27 from the field, 1 of 6 from 3, 9 of 10 from the, the line. It was very reminiscent of his game against Denver the first time these two teams played. Look, Trey Young had a good offensive night, but a lot of those stats were pretty hollow, I think, because Aaron Gordon, I thought, played pretty good defense tonight, made Trey Young work for everything he got, and... Um, Aaron Gordon hit some threes tonight. It was a strong two-way game. And then Jeff Green, too. Jeff Green, you know, he'll have one of these games every now and then. Like, every couple games, he'll come out of nowhere to score 20. And his three-point shot was going tonight. So, I thought from, from both those guys, Nuggets small forward, power forward, those guys played great, man. Yeah, you could lock in a, a few things when, when the Hawks play the Nuggets. Trey Young's going to go for 30. Trey Young's going to get 10 assists. Uh, Atlanta's going to lose. And also, Trey Young <laughs> is going to have to work so damn hard for a basket because, yeah. like, he scores 34 points, and you see that, and you're like, oh, this was a good game. He also took 27 shots to get those 34 points. Right. Like, he's having to play ultra aggressive, and That's then on top point. of that, he's getting ran off the three-point line. He only, he only went one of six from the three-point line, and he had to find different ways to get it done where, yeah, they're, they're – the Nuggets playing you into what they want you to do. They want you to stay off of the three-point line and not hurt them from deep. They want you to be the one that tries to beat them because, I mean, it's okay. He's a, he's a really talented player that he's going to have his night say he's scoring 30. But is he now not being able to, like, get everyone else involved? Is he, is he now not being able to go nuclear where now you have to change your whole defense on him? So yeah. Aaron Gordon does a good job of – not slow, like like stopping him, but slowing him down and making him think about you know what what he has to do. And also, he's he's such in his head where he's having to try to score every single time, and that takes away from what makes the Hawks so great. So while you look at the box score and say, yeah, Trey Young still you know destroyed or he still had a good game, like okay, but that's what they wanted him to do. What did everyone else do? That's a great point. And to that point, Dev, I thought I mean, nine of his points came at the free throw line. And a lot of that was that third quarter, right? Yeah. And it, these aren't even necessarily shooting fouls, just like after the, you know, in the bonus. 
And so I did kind of feel like it's a slightly inflated point total. Um, it feels really weird to say about a guy that gave him 34 and 10, but I kind of feel like Denver made made other guys beat them tonight. And, and, and the the free throws get that up to a big scoring night, but I actually liked the approach. And it, he was involved the whole time, but did you... I'm so used to holding my breath, like terrified of Trey Young in these matchups. Oh, he's it, had some bangers yeah, against Denver, and it wasn't like that tonight. He was getting to the rim a little in the fourth, he though. Was, he was. Denver's defense fell well. off in that second well. half. Yeah. I mean, the Hawks had 33 in the third, 28 in the fourth. Like they scored, um, but that first half, just yeah. in terms of setting the tone of the game, it felt yeah. like it was too hard for Trey to come in and just put his stamp on it as a scorer. Yeah, and and Jeff Green too. Uh, I don't really know what to say about him. Just he was solid, though. He he scored. He shot well from three. Uh, I I don't know if he was great defensively. I'll have to go back and watch. But he was solid. And just kind of going out from this, Jeff Green's just as a starter man. He's been so solid. It's really he's been crazy. really really good as a starter. Yeah, he was really active tonight and and, and he was. very aggressive offensively and. He also set the tone in that first quarter. Like he was a, a part of that big run that the Nuggets went on to, you know, open up the lead before um, Atlanta finally like went on there like flurry to come back. But twenty points tonight. He also gets five rebounds, four assists, and then gets a block. Like he did a little bit of everything, and that's what you need from him. Where it's not really just standing out, but also. They're not going to go and put a, a guy on Jeff Green to try to slow him down when he gets going. And this is a night where he goes for 20 points, so it's like he, he really did stand out. He, he goes and has the same amount of points as Jokic in a game. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. you have to, like, understand, like, okay, th- we, you know, the, the Hawks' game plan was to give him open and let him try to score, and that's what he did. Him hitting those three-pointers, like, it makes it difficult for everyone to have things going how do you take away from the Nuggets when they have all, you know, well, four of their five starters being able to just score at any time? And then you also know that Will Barton is a capable scorer. So most nice Jeff Green is going to get that weak matchup. Today he, uh, he took advantage of it. Yeah, I always think about, because Jeff Green's always going to factor into those ball is popping possessions. Ball movement's great. He's going to be wide open at some point from the wing, from the corner. Yep. and. Throughout this season, the three-point shot hasn't been super reliable. He got open in the corner tonight a lot, um, but he, you know, he's been good. He's been good with the starters, but the three-point shot hasn't been great. And then tonight, it felt like he had several opportunities to. Wow, that was a great possession. Balls moving. Yep. Got to finish this play, and he was straight to the bottom of the net. So that was really encouraging. Um, he's just, he's just a connector, man. He, and it, it was, it was cool to see him open it up a little bit more. But even still, it was shooting when he was wide open. I really liked the ball movement tonight for Denver. Yeah, ball was popping a lot. Yeah, There were a lot of situations where the ball was definitely popping. Let's hit another break. Uh, We've got one more player to get to tonight. Really the only Nugget who didn't look good this evening. Uh, We've also got Adam Mars. He's going to be popping in on Zoom from the Nuggets postgame pressers. Maybe a little around the association too. Uh, Yeah. Right after this. Now it's time to talk about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you didn't know, if you're a new user, use promo code DNVR when you sign up. You're going to get a sweet deal right now. If you're a football fan, you can bet just $1 on any team to score. If they score, you're going to win up to $100 in free bets. That's what we call a no-brainer in the business. You can also set up a same-game parlay 
combine multiple bets to win big. The more you bet, uh, the more legs you have, the more your odds go up, the more the winnings go up if you win. Uh, and that's really easy to do with DraftKings Sportsbook, who is constantly, constantly throwing no-brainers your way. Lots of good deals that you got to hop on. So get some skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I got it. I've got it. Win. Must be 20 year old or older. Colorado only new customers. Only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Let's see. What else? Oh, sexy pizza. Mm. Uh, if you've been at a DNVR tailgate for a Broncos game this year, then by now you know all about sexy pizza. Because they've been uh, they've been catering and it's delicious. If you're a little curious about what that is, it's definitely a a name that piques your interest. Well, with 13 years in the Denver community, Sexy Pizza's as local as it gets. Uh, you can choose your own adventure with their wide range of toppings, or try one of their signature philanthropic pies. A portion of every sale from these five specialty pies is donated to a range of different nonprofits. Right here in Colorado, looking to have Sexy Pizza support your organization or event? Go to www.sexy.pizza and check out their about page. SexyPizza.com. Check them out. And we will close. What do I drink in the morning? With Strava Craft Coffee, that delicious CBD-infused coffee that'll leave you honking like a goose. Uh, it's a really nice way to treat IBS, joint pain, anxiety. A lot of us need coffee, like, and I mean need it. I need it. That second or, th or third cup, if you're crazy, you feel the jitters. We you all feel do. anxious. Um, so get that caffeine in your life, but take the edge off with Strava Craft Coffee. Remember, right now, when you use code uh, DNVR, is it 25? Your first purchase from Strava Craft Coffee, you get 25% off with the code DNVR25. If you're a returning customer, DMVR20. Yeah. Get 20% off. He knows. He yeah. knows off the top of his head. I'll never get to that level. Yeah. Also, guys, I was just um, gifted this, this very colorful box. This is actually a DNVR gift box that we're selling here for the holidays. So you guys have to act on this quick. Only a couple more days to get this offer before Christmas. But honestly, the best Christmas present that you can give somebody. Um, I guarantee you, whoever you give this to is going to be thrilled. I uh, knew Adam was going to pop $60. in. $60. You get two shirts in here. Look at that heat. Comes just nicely folded. Look at that heat. Let's see what we got in here. Let's see what we got. Joke around and find out. Banger. A banger. An absolute banger. We've also got the Die Hard. The classic Die Hard. Oh, I love that shirt. You need one of these if you're a Die Hard Nuggets fan. 60 bucks. You get these two shirts, plus you get a DNVR membership. You mm. can gift that to somebody. Plus... You get a $15 gift card for yourself That's when insane. you purchase the box. So pick one of these up. Again, you got to order them this weekend, I'm pretty sure, to get them for Christmas if you want to gift this as a present to somebody. $60. Uh, get them online, dnvrlocker.com. Got to buy that That's box. That's where you've got to go to get them. By Monday. You got to buy it by Monday to get it by Christmas, just so you know. Yeah. Just a heads Buy up. these this weekend or by Monday to ensure you get them uh, for Christmas Day. Also, we've been selling tickets like crazy for the party bus to the Jazz game. Uh, that's next month, January 16th. That's right. Nuggets Jazz. Uh, we've sold, we sold a lot of these tickets, guys, so it's going to be really fun. You pretty much jump on the bus from the DNVR bar. We go to the game. We boo Rudy Gobert and the Jazz. The we, Nuggets win. We're all sitting together. We're, we're all section. sitting together, lower level. Uh, and then we come back to the bar and celebrate after. Banger. Hell yeah. <laughs> that, that, I'm in. Those are bangers that you're talking about right there. That party <laughs> yes. box, that was an excellent deal. 
Yes. And then you also, that party bus, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to meet, you know, a, a lot of people that I haven't. And then also people I haven't seen in a long time that come to the bar. Right. Yeah, excited for it. We it's a hundred bucks. You get a lower level ticket and then you get a ride to and from the game on the DNVR bus. And we haven't perched all year. This we is going to be the biggest perch event. Who needs a perch at halftime when you could just do the game together? This is going <laughs> right. to be lit. Right. So if you want to be on the bus, dnvrlocker.com for that as well. It's 100 bucks Again, lower level ticket to Nuggets Jazz on January 16th. Uh, we can all watch the Nuggets beat the Jazz together. You get a ride to and from the game with a bunch of Nuggets fans. Even if you don't know anybody, even if you're going solo, that's fine. Like, we're all friends here. We're all just talking nuggets we're all talking hoops the whole Great night to meet so people. there is no that is no solo because yeah. you're around your people That's exactly right. exactly all right back here on the dmvr nuggets podcast winner's lounge presented by DraftKings sportsbook use code dmvr when you sign up and download the DraftKings sportsbook app do we have adam do we have the man the myth the legend there he is. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't know he's oh. on. Oh, but there the he slow is. Turn. Slow turn. Oh, not oh, the hey. slow turn. Whoa. Didn't see you there. Hey, man. How's it going? Hey, are we doing a show? Yeah, That's we're right. doing we a show. You're I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, guys? That was fun, huh? That was a great game. That was a really fun game. Every nugget except for Will Barton right now was good. <laughs> Zeke Naji also just okay tonight. Um, but, I, but there was a great comment. I don't know if, if uh, Kale or you here, whoever's producing, saw. Uh, I can confirm that that Eric is, in fact, uh, he did violate team rules. So yeah, we sent him home. Today. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he, he was mouthing off to us earlier, so we sent him home. Um, so, yeah, um, you guys want to hear from Malone? Please. Yeah, what Malone have to say? He was very impressed with the game tonight. Very impressed with the 35 assists. He says the ball is just flying. Oh, oh, he's doing this on purpose. He's he right really there. Is, dude. He's been right there so oh. many times. So close, oh. so he says the assists are just off the charts. Last couple of games, our ball movement has been really great. Uh, says He also said that the team tracks like shot quality they have their own metrics for like open shots or you know whatever and he says that all year the quality of shots have been really good guys just haven't been making them so he says that when guys make them like they did tonight that the assists go through the roof but he says that he believes in the process that they have had so far this season and that he knows that shots are going to be falling as the year goes on so one thing to kind of keep in mind here i remember earlier in the year when we were talking about three point percentage after every game like, when are the Nuggets going to start hitting shots? They're up to 15th and three-point percentage now. Wow, that happened fast. So league average, pretty much, you know. We're average. Let's go. Yeah. Um, he really liked uh, what Aaron Gordon did on Trey Young, of course. Um, he says, uh, I know Trey Young uh, put up 34 points. I thought Aaron Gordon did a hell of a job on him once again. He's a hard cover, as well as Nikola being in all of those pick and rolls, being up and being active. So he's very impressed with Jokic's defense tonight and Aaron Gordon's in particular. And thought, and honestly, I think he's right. You know, whenever you make the other team's best player have a below average night for them, you usually have a good chance of winning. And I thought, even though Trey Young put all those points up tonight, I thought Trey was pretty ineffective uh, in the important parts of the game. He kind of got a lot of garbage time points, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, and free throws. So, and free, yeah, of course, that second quarter, my God. Or uh, third. Third, third quarter. Whatever it was, yeah. Um, he says that when Bones is available and, and, and plays, he does a great job. It was kind of a funny little comment. He, <laughs> nobody on the team wanted to go into why Bones missed. 
you know, the game that nobody wanted to talk about it. Basically, said it's water under the fridge. Uh, but they, but but he said that he thinks that Bones obviously, he's not at all surprised when he does what he did tonight. Um, and he says that the combination of Bones and Rivers, I think he meant Faku as well. Faku, Bones, and Austin Rivers, they're all guys that can attack downhill going fast. And he just said that that puts a lot of pressure on the rim, and that's really what makes that second unit go. And it's interesting to think about. We've talked about that second unit and some of the woes. I do wonder if that is the combination. You know, Rivers, who was aggressive tonight, Faku, and Bones, all of those guys can get into the paint uh, at will. And that second unit tonight was really, really looked good. Yeah, they were great tonight. I mean, that was that was the biggest differentiator tonight. The second unit popped. Yeah. Uh, he also, you'll love this one, vote. He he wanted to point out. He made it. He went out of his way to point out that Faku grabbed a rebound tonight above the rim. I remember that rebound. I I I yelled way too loud for that. Yeah. I yelled. Um. He almost touched the rim, and Wynn said yeah. he almost touched net. Yeah. <laughs> he almost got net on that one. Yeah. He stole the rebound from Bones. It was like he, he jumped, did, but he didn't really jump over. He he, the, he could have stayed on the ground and grabbed it. Whatever, it's still cool. That way, it was <laughs> awesome. It was fine. Bones Highland also talked, but he was really short and is weird, guys. I had never. Have you ever gotten carolers? Have we ever what? Sorry, gotten carolers that come to your door to sing. Oh, um, no, I have never had a caroler. Yeah, not actually. No, no. I've only I seen it in the movies. In the movies, and it happened tonight, right when Bones talked, and I had to go get my girls so they could see him. So, um, I don't yeah. know what Bones really had to say. Okay, priorities, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did they sound good? The uh, how how are the carolers? Yeah. Now? Hold on. Don't just skip over that. <laughs> well, they oh, they sing jingle bells, which is not. I mean, I know it's a Christmas song, but did they sound good or not? It's a Christmas song. <laughs> like I only think. Adam would get. It's only a Christmas song. About <laughs> it's literally carols. only a Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Hanukkah song. I'll tell you that. It wasn't a deep cut enough for Adam. <laughs> Uh, Bones did say, uh, or somebody asked him, because on the broadcast, I don't know if you guys caught this, when Bones hit that last three in the corner, um, it looked like he turned and spoke to somebody, and, and Hastings said, oh, he just talked trash to Danny Glover. He was asked about that after the game, and he said, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I think I saw Monte turn and talk trash to somebody after he hit a 3-2. wonder if it was the same person. Uh, I'm not at all surprised that Bones doesn't know who Danny Glover is. Bones I is seven years old. People forget this. I know who he is, but I, it's even a little before my time. That, that's, a, um, that's an incredible pull by Hastings, though. Oh, well, Hastings. This was the highlight of Hastings' game. night. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Austin Rivers, though, was the most interesting guy post-game, I thought. It, wow. And in part, you know, obviously he's coming out of COVID. And um, he, he had it kind of talking of his experience he said you know he did have symptoms they were pretty intense and he said one night he was having a hard time even just breathing um which is i mean he didn't really go into tons of details but he did say he had a lot of symptoms and and that one night he was struggling in that coming back part of the issue was he didn't want to come back until his lungs were like back to 100 percent. so tonight he said said he felt good he said he worked a lot with the training staff to kind of get back into shape after that but um, just kind of something to monitor since it sounds like that part of the symptoms were, were very real for him. Wow, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. He couldn't tell tonight. He looked good. Yeah, he did he look good. fantastic. And I'm curious, you know, Austin Rivers is a really good interview. And 
I want to see how this tracks because he really talked about this break being the best thing, or I don't want to put words in his mouth. He didn't say best thing for him. That it was a really good thing. Right. That he was able, he said he went back on Synergy and watched a bunch of his tape from the last year, mm. or from the season. And he said that he just like really gave him some new perspective. He saw a lot of things he wasn't doing right and mostly just to be more aggressive uh, and, and said that his energy wasn't great, his personal energy. And he said he kept his whole focus was just about getting his mentality right and, and being more aggressive. And I think we saw that tonight, like going to the basket. We don't see him go to the basket a lot. He went to the basket tonight a lot, yep. really hard. And I honestly think that's the key to unlocking his game. Yeah, that's a really good insight. He went back and watched his own tape, man. That's that's cool. Yeah. Just he was like, "Wow, I do pump fake a lot." Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> He's still gotten a couple jab steps tonight. <laughs> he definitely pump faked and jab stepped a few times, but um, but no, I thought he was great tonight, and it was interesting. I'm, I'm curious, like the whole time he just talked about his mind, refocusing his mind, and, and how much he thinks he has a lot more to give than what he gave earlier. Referenced, of course, last year's playoff run. Thought he was way better last year than he was this year. And, you know, who knows? I mean, I'm curious to see these upcoming games, if he can be, if he can play like he did tonight going forward. He seems to think he will. So uh, I'm kind of curious because he was a huge lift tonight for the Nuggets. Nice. Did anybody else talk or was it just those two? Just those two and Malone, um, but everybody pretty positive. I will say Bones, I did catch a little bit of Bones, and he was pretty short tonight, interestingly enough. For a guy that had a career high and led the team in scoring for the first time, he was a little short. Not in a bad mood or anything like that, but you know how Bones usually can give you – Sure. He wants to give you every little anecdote. You know, he was a little more business tonight. Um, he did say, though, that he has never played in New York, which I don't know if he meant just in the NBA or ever. I have a hard time believing he's never played in New York, um, but that he's really looking forward to it. Yeah, do you think that uh, him having to not, like, sit last game, do you think that played into his demeanor being a little bit different in this game? I have to think it did, especially with the team losing and, and really being as, like, lifeless as they were. I mean, mm -hmm. Bones, more than anybody, Bones, Bones' energy is the most contagious of anybody's. Sure, um, yeah. So I think that – so I have to imagine that he kind of saw that and realized that, but – um, for whatever it was, he came out tonight and, and was exactly what the Nuggets needed him to be. That second unit, I know you guys have been talking about it, but that second unit tonight was, this was maybe the most encouraging like yes. game the second unit has had from start to finish. Because they, I don't think they just made shots. I thought they worked together really well on both ends of the court. And we've seen this now a couple times. You know, I don't like to scapegoat anybody. I think this has been a long, slow process, and that by no means do we know that they've solved it. But I do wonder if that final piece was now you get Austin Rivers back. He plays the three. Zeke Naji moves up in the rotation a little bit. And, and all of a sudden, you've got a lineup that I think makes a lot of sense, at least on paper. Of course, Atlanta tonight didn't have a very good second unit. Their, their second unit struggled, you know, on their own merits. But I'm optimistic by what I saw tonight from, from the bench. Yeah, I agree. Definitely, definitely. Any other thoughts? from tonight that you have? Aaron Gordon's incredible. Jeff Green's incredible. I love watching those two. I know the bench was the story tonight and Bones, but I love the way those two play together, man. It just yeah. makes yoga job so easy. Yeah, really solid from them. I thought the story was plus 15 Faku, but that's all right. Whatever. Faku was great. He's, he's he was been great. great. Man. Hey, here's actually, here's something for you, Vote. Faku has... You know, he's he's known as all these the crazy passes, and I swear to God, last year we saw, like, 10 of them. Yeah. You know, we saw some, but we just didn't see that many. In the last four games or so, I feel like we've seen 50 crazy Faku passes. Like, it's, it's finally yeah. unlocked that part of his game at the NBA level. Yeah. He's Definitely. letting them fly for sure. 
for sure. All right, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for hopping on. Feel better, G. We'll see you. Uh, when's the next game? Sunday. Sunday night. Nuggets are in Brooklyn against the Nets. Ooh. Talk to you then, man. Later. I believe we've got a bunch of super, super chats, chats to get to. It's super about chat, that time. Man. Oh, it's just Gene stepping up. Just Gene. Gene Adams' uh, daughter's middle name is Gene. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. J-E-A-N. I believe it was named after this commenter. but <laughs> um, it, Five dollars on Rocky for the boys. Rocky for the boys. Just need right, two well, more the yeah, for the round. It's Friday. Let's go. It, so. And uh, it looks like Gene did it himself, and he got all of us around to Rakia. Thank you, Gene. You said no? Is that passive, Uh, bro? I was like, you can't say no. Oh, is this the gold Rakia? We've been drinking Uh, the silver, and it's been good. I miss Kale. Not good, but you know what I mean. He's not Kale. You got regular producer. Yeah, you're us the gold Rakia. Jeevily. (laughs) Jeevily. Jubilee. To being less than six feet tall. Oh, yeah. I, I, I could get in on that. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was painful. Ooh, that burns. Oh, that is nail polish. Here we go. We really appreciate it, Gene. Thank you, Gene. Um, my eyes are teary right now. $5 on King Bones. He has the stones. He sets the tone. Leave him alone when he's sitting on his throne. That's a bar, Gene. Yes, That's sir. That's a bar. Yes, <laughs> sir. Love it. And uh, one more for Gene. He got the other two Rocky as well. To the vibes. To the vibes. Thank you, Gene. We appreciate it, Gene. This was a very serious show from us tonight. I was like... Well, we had so much to get to. We just literally ran through every player. I know. Because there was a lot to talk about for every player. And then Adam was on. And then we were taking shots of Rocky. There was a lot to analyze. But I like, you know, also a lot to get hyped about. So yeah. I hope you guys are enjoying your Friday night and I hope your weekend's off to a great start. Yeah. Um, the only guy we didn't really get to, Will Barton, who did not have a great night tonight. Five points, two of ten from the field, one of five from three, seven rebounds, four assists. He just hasn't been good since he's come back. No doubt. From that non COVID illness. So um I'm not like that concerned. I just think it's been kind of him probably working his way back into rhythm, but he just hasn't been good these last two games. Yeah, he just has to get better, get his legs back under him, and get right. Right now, he's not playing good, but he's also not laboring out there where he's trying to, you know, play himself back into it where he's just taking crazy shots or anything <laughs> like that. So, not a good game for Mo Barton, but not a, a horrible game for Mo Barton. He just doesn't have it right now. The thing that I'm, I do think it's, yeah, I'm not surprised to see him struggling right now. I think the long term concern that I have, the longer term concern, it's been a minute since we've seen him play defense. And to start the year, he was great on that end, and, and yeah. he's eased off that throttle. So we'll see how he responds. The people want around the association. Can we? Can I? T- can we, I, I know where we should start, guys. Does the people re- want it? Yeah, <laughs> here. Do you have that graphic? You probably don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're just like, what the hell what is around the association? <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We're going around the association. Who wants to guess Nobody what, really knows. what Minnesota's shooting from three-point right now against the Lakers? 20%. Well, they don't have Aaron, uh, I mean, Anthony Edwards, so probably. There it is. There it 20. is. They are shooting three of 22 against oh the Lakers Oh, my right God, now. man. It's they're so classic. They're up five in the second quarter. Three of 22. But they're Anthony winning. Edwards isn't taking. Isn't they're playing winning. Right. That's they insane. Well, they're playing the Lakers. Wait, the Lakers have 32 points with four minutes left before halftime? Yeah, it's not great. 
talk it's about burying great. the lead. Oh my god. Isaiah Thomas is actually playing in the game. Wow. He's logged. <laughs> yeah, he logged four minutes already. Dude, if the you're the time. Nuggets, do you do you feel good about giving Isaiah Thomas a shot and then him landing on the Lakers? Or are you like Damn, Isaiah just kind of used us to get back in the league in one game. No, I'm pretty sure that that's what they wanted him to do. Yeah. Like, I think it was like, let's throw this guy a bone to get him back in the league. And, I mean, to his credit, he's back in the league. He showed up for um, the gold. And also, that was an incredible game for even them. So, I know that it was like uh, both sides. Mm. Uh, everybody's saying in the comments that Anthony Davis got hurt. I missed that tonight. Did he get hurt? Did, did he get hurt or did he just go back to the locker room? For did five he just minutes? like fall yeah, and then leave the game? Yeah. Did he? Did, <laughs> oh, how surprised am I that AD got hurt? Um, I'm surprised whenever he doesn't get hurt. I'm surprised that the Pelicans beat the Bucks in overtime. Oh, wow. New Orleans Pelicans. No Zion, no problem. <laughs> yeah, that is. And yeah. also, Demarcus Cousins got to start. So, like, this is like a a, a go back game. Like, this is a Michael Malone fever right. dream tonight. Oh yeah, no Giannis. Faku goes off. Right. Demarcus Cousins um, starts for the Bucks in a, in a loss, but he starts. And uh, Isaiah Thomas is back in the league with the Lakers. What a, Mike Malone's what a happy tonight. Night. Just Josh three Hart favorite had players. Fifteen rebounds in that game. That's what stands out for me on that. Uh the Celtics lost. Should oh, we, yeah, of course. Should we check on our boy? Before looking, what do you think his like, uh, percentage was? I would guess that he probably scored around 30 points, and I would guess that he shot like 40% from the field. What do you got? It's pretty much right. 27 yep, nine points. Of, yep, 9 of 19. 9 of 19. 27 points. All right. Not bad. Not so bad. Pretty that, predictable. That counts as a good Jason Tatum game, yeah. actually. The Warriors won, though. Moses Moody started for them, the oh, rookie. Wow. Moody Moses. Man, the Warriors. Yeah, that was the Andrew Wiggins game. Up tremendous. Andrew Wiggins, holy shit, 27 points. Five um, seven the Spurs look like they might beat the Jazz. That game's still going on. The Spurs are pesky, man. The Spurs will make you work. Like, if you mess around against the Spurs, you might get beat. I think they're just, they're just missing a star. But I like the rest of it. They're their missing a Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they have seven guys into double figures. Like every time right. they're really balanced. They really missing they really are missing that one guy that can get right. them over the top that they could close out with. And yeah. I don't know if he's this is not that guy, but separate. I love Keldon Johnson, man. Oh, it's he's so good. Fun watch. He's a he I love his old school game for sure. We have the clip Oh, we do have the clip? <laughs> Did he get stared down? <laughs> So town scores on him. Oh, does the two small? Ad had to, Ad just had to exit the game after that. I'm guessing. Ad's <laughs> feelings are hurt. <laughs> uh, the Heat beat the Magic tonight, and the Magic tonight. The Magic are the team who had to sign four players out of the G League, <laughs> oh, yeah. out of the Lakeland Magic, to even play yeah. tonight. One of them, um, Admiral Schofield. Great interview. Dude, Nuggets, Nuggets, uh, Nuggets pre-draft interview legend, legend yeah. Admiral Schofield. <laughs> Dude, Gary Harris, twenty points, thirty-six wow. minutes, five assists. That's G, G money, put the ball in his hands. G, that's G. Should the Nuggets have traded him? We'll talk about <laughs> it on the next show. Uh, let's see what else here. Oh, Portland's crushing the Charlotte Hornets. Portland, like they needed a win, or else I was a, a little concerned about what might happen there. They're definitely getting one tonight. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're not big at that. Dame's got 22 at the half, four of six from three. They're not losing that one. They're not losing that one. And then Memphis and Sacramento at the half. Uh, Memphis is up by two. Dude, what is uh, like? So Memphis can't lose without John Morant. <laughs> right. So what does that tell us? Uh, all jokes aside, Memphis probably did as good a job as anyone of building out their back 10 spots in the roster. Yeah, all jokes aside, there's a deep ass team. They're a really deep team. Yeah. But then also, if you want to make a John Moran joke, now's your time. Nope, no John You're Moran good? joke. Okay, they're yeah. just a, that's a good squad. They're that's a good, a good balanced team right there around them. Yeah, I do agree uh, there with the comments. Portland is nearing a breaking point. Yeah, I mean, they've, they're not nearing a breaking point. They've ex- they've been sitting in one for three years, <laughs> just refusing to, to yeah. lean in. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts from, from the panel tonight? I mean, every other game. <laughs> Every other game, break the cycle. This this is the week yes. to break the cycle. You play against Brooklyn, yeah. So you should be up for that game. Kevin Durant is playing incredibly well. Um, break the cycle to get back to the Nuggets' ways, and I feel once you break that, and you play like you played in this type of game, like the sky's the limit for this team, and they can reel off a run. So, one more game, yeah. Uh, trust in Bones, man, and and I think if they if if you can get it. Decent bench, you're going to win almost every time. If you're going to get a good bench, you're going to win every time. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before you head out, smash that like button. Let's get those likes up uh, before you guys head out. Uh, If you're looking for a great Christmas present, dnvrlocker.com. Pick up the DNVR gift box, two shirts, a DNVR membership that you can give, and a $15 <laughs> gift certificate oh, to AD just check back the DNVR locker that you get for yourself. <laughs> oh, Anthony Davis did just check back in. It's unbelievable. Guys, he's guys, right he, he's just, you know, he's yeah, he's he, fine, I just guess. The, the resilience is just unbelievable. astounding. It's so astounding. tough. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you on Sunday. Guys, at Green Mountain Dental Group right now, you can schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam And when you do, you're going to get a free Sonicare toothbrush from the good folks over at Green Mountain Dental Group. The electric toothbrush that most dentists recommend. You're going to get one for free when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group today. Check them out. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. There were a lot of us here at DNVR go to get our teeth cleaned, get cavities filled, get our wisdom teeth pulled, get all our dental work done. So check them out today. Schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with Green Mountain Dental Group. Get a free Sonic Air toothbrush from them today.